So, No Time to Die. The, oh God, 26th James Bond movie? I'm pulling that number so, out of my ass. I have no idea if no, it's right. No, no, I think you're right because we had decided I if, I right. watched, if I watched all of them, including the unofficial releases, every other week we'd have a year of content. And then... You we guys watched, made me watch Goldfinger, and that we was that. the first one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I still, th- I Did, still think whether it's for the show or not, you should try Casino Royale at some point. I think so. Maybe yeah, I think you Cause, should because because I do think you'll like the the Daniel Craig James Bond. It's much more, I think, your your speed for everything that you said you didn't like about uh, Sean Connery and just that whole vibe. I feel yeah. like the Daniel Craig one will hit you well. Give me the clever and charming version of James Bond, not not the rapey and not so clever version. Yeah, I mean, there's still a little bit of like, you know, he, the kind of, you know, I, I wouldn't say, char- no, yeah, he's charming in his own way, I guess, but definitely not rapey. So there, there, there's that. There's a plus, <laughs> and just and just more modern in terms of the way, like you know, <laughs> two thumbs up and not rapey, <laughs> not rapey, yeah, raves, Nishan. Yep. That's right. <laughs> the thing about, I think the thing about the Daniel Craig James Bond is, it really plays like you have to kind of know the james bond tropes to get it because it it plays with those ideas a lot and it's like i feel like if you didn't know who james bond was you'd be like i don't know what they're referencing here um Would especially I know in the first movie they, after seeing one of them yeah probably okay i yeah. i had a friend who saw this and said that it like it very openly like in thematically and i think in the music cues as well, like references on her majesty's secret service. I think many times is, is kind of what he told me, it, which it from does. the little I know and, of the plot makes some sense. Yeah. I mean, it really does in big and small ways. And I think, you know, when I think about no time to die, I think it's, it's biggest shortcoming is it is such a direct sequel to the previous movie specter, which was terrible. Um, yeah. And I, didn't really remember what happened in Spectre. And I spent a lot of time going like, who's that? And why are they important? What's going on here? And like the movie is like, you got to know Spectre backwards and forwards. And like, remember that movie? It was bad. I thought, I thought um, all the Daniel Craig movies were good. I didn't realize he had a clunker. He had two clunk. Well, so yeah, go, go, going through the first four, basically Casino Royale is the best one. I think is, is great. Quantum of Solace is barely a movie. Um, no, no. Because, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up to you on that one and say Quantum of Solace is better than you remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he remembers good, Paul. Yeah. Quantum Quantum of Solace was affected by the writer's strike. This is like back in you know the writer's strike days, and so it 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 to me it shows like it's it's a it's like half a movie kind of. It's you I, know it's 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 I got two sequences I remember. Yeah. And, and, and it's got a bad villain, I would say. Um, I, 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 I like that guy, but I don't think it's, he's a strong <laughs> villain. Yeah, but I, I, I... So having rewatched Quantum of Solace like in the last couple of years, it was better than I remember. I remember it just being dreadful. And now that could be revisionist history because there were a new low for the Daniel Craig Bonds was established. Um, sure. So that could be what it was, but I was like, oh, it, it was forgettable. But I was like, man, this wasn't atrocious. Like it wasn't terrible. It wasn't unwatchable. Um, yeah, it's also yeah. a direct sequel to the previous movie. Um, right, it is, and I like that part actually of, of Quantum of Solace. Maybe because you know Casino Royale is a movie worth remembering. Um, right. 
and, and but anyway, then then comes Skyfall, and Skyfall is the second best one. It in it's very memorable and very good. Although I would say your mileage of of the finale may vary. Like some some people are good with it. I'm I'm generally good with it, but some people really don't like how it like the last half hour, like the last set piece, and I understand why. Um, yeah, and then it's more like a Jason yeah. Bourne movie than a Jason Bond movie at the end. I would say it's more like Home Alone. Than, than just <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> now I want to see it. It, it really, I'm, I'm, you if if you ever see it, and and that would be another one I would recommend, despite the fact that I just said the end's like Home Alone. I mean, Skyfall is you know Skyfall is the most commercially successful Bond movie as well. So John Candy drives him home in a van to right. polka music. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, Polka King of Chicago, or, or sorry, right. of the Midwest. Um, That's right. You, you're confusing yeah. your Abe Froman. Exactly. That is. I was thinking Sausage King of Chicago there. Um, so, and then there's Spectre, and yeah. I mean, the, the opening scene of Spectre is good. I like that. that is that, that the Day, that of, the Day of the Dead, Dead sequence? Dead. Yeah, the Day of the Dead sequence. It's kind of all downhill from there. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's it, The problem with Spectre is that like one thing I'll say about Quantum of Solace is I don't if I remember it correctly, I don't think it totally wears out like it's it's relatively quick. And Spectre is not Spectre is a slog like Spectre just feels like it goes on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, Spectre is a movie that feels like it's four hours long. Right. It's not. But <laughs> yeah. So you long, inherited that garbage movie right. right into this movie. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you're it, trying to remember shit that happened. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't pick up like the second after that movie ends, but it's a direct right. sequel insofar as like all of the same characters come back. Um, right. And it's the only movie. It's the only other Daniel Craig movie you really need to have seen to see this movie. Um, and, is there, and I'll be honest, is there, like it, it really hurt my enjoyment. Are there any Bond movies where a Bond girl is in more than one movie? And is this when you say there's continuity of characters? Is the Bond girl from Spectre the Bond girl in this one? She's definitely yes. in it because I saw her in the trailer. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's yeah. breaking uh, breaking of custom. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean there is there is a there are actresses who are in the same who are in multiple movies, but they're playing different characters hmm. um, okay. in in old Bond ones. But yeah, generally they don't return. Right, um, but there's there's but, but there's, there's generally un, right. Well, and and the Daniel Craig thing kind of distinguishes itself that way, where it's like the five Daniel Craig movies. The impression I got anyway was that it's like they're all kind of telling one story all the way through, and that this was kind of the the finale of that entire story, so to speak. Although the fact that you said that so much of it hinges on Spectre maybe means not quite. So I would say that the the five movies they have their own continuity for sure, um, but and but really it's like these last two movies are kind of their own thing. The, the thing that was always weird about the Daniel Craig movies is by the third one they were talking about how old Bond is and how he should be ready for retirement. And it's like this is only his third movie. Like he hasn't actually, right. actually been in very many. Right. I I always got the impression that like in the third movie, like in Skyfall like a fair amount of time has passed since quantum of solace. Like, like, although they never say that, but that was the impression that I got 
because it's like yeah. he's very much a known quantity like you know and when, when you know that he and the bad guy have a conversation and it is implied that it's like he is very much like he's been around the block and you know everybody kind of knows who he is and that's obviously not the case in the first two movies yeah, yeah. for sure but it is, and, but and it this is a little weird <laughs> and this movie also has in the movie it has a significant time jump in the movie um and this is very much like the godfather three of like just when he thought he was out you know kind of it pulled him back in exactly um and i would say like i actually i i liked i, I liked a lot of the movie um the parts that I, like that i had enough context to really understand um <clears throat> you know it's it's for a movie that's like i don't know supposed to be a different kind of bond movie it was you know, it still hit a lot of, you know, predictable beats. Let's put it that way. Um, there was never a moment where I was like, oh, I can't believe that happened. You know, kind of a thing. Um, sure. And, and yeah, it, it's, 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 you know, is it a fitting like send off for Daniel Craig's Bond? Not really, but it's such a, it's like a little five movie arc that like started so strong i'm not sure what could be at this point um, right but uh so yeah it's it's it, it's enjoyable i think it will i think it's like it's probably a little bit worse i would say it's a little bit worse than skyfall if if it could have released itself from its baggage i think it would have been i think it could have been a lot better um but it's got that fucking albatross around its neck that's really yeah. dragging it down I mean, a, a little bit worse than Skyfall means, you know, to me means it's like a pretty decent movie because I feel like Skyfall is decent. Yeah, I, mean, some I, people think I think Skyfall that's true. Great. And, and, and I think large parts of Skyfall are great. Um, so that's not bad, actually. This movie's been pretty well received and well reviewed. People tend, people seem to like it. I, I have no context. So I'm just like, was it good? And they keep hearing like, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah I would say that's that's an accurate statement. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. It's, that sounds good. It's probably yeah. of the five movies. Great. It's the one right in the middle, quality wise. Yeah. the 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 two issues. I feel like this ends up being more of a Spectre review. I was thinking about what you said about Spectre, and I feel like besides the fact that it's overlong, I feel like the two issues that I have with Spectre talking vaguely are, you know, the the stunt that the, you know the problem that probably everybody had, which is that the stunt that they tried to pull with the main villain is very obvious and i don't know why they bothered to like make a thing out of it and also like mm -hmm. the connection that they give him to bond is just laughable and like why 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 do they have to have this connection at all why can't he just be a bad guy uh like which, it, it just felt they, really dumb to me which they undo in this movie by the way well i'm glad but, but then <laughs> why do it and why do it in the first place like they undo it and like it's a throwaway line like they don't like they just kind of okay. offhandedly mention it but like they they go out of their way to undo that part <laughs> all right and then the other thing which seems like it does obviously affect this movie if, is that you know one of the hallmarks of the daniel craig saga so to speak the the the, the five bond movies is that he suffers a loss in the first movie, which looms over like his entire time as Bond up through Spectre, where he meets someone else. 
and the someone else he meets in my way doesn't just doesn't measure up to to nope. to the first person and and that is a problem like the idea that they try to make this a uh, new relationship the thing that'll redeem him just doesn't it just doesn't sit right at all no is and that's a, character? And i'll tell you this is it the actress is it the chemistry? Like, why does I think it line I, up? I would say all three to a degree? I mean, Leah, like Leah Sadu, who is the actress who plays the, the the Bond girl in the Spectre, and I guess in this movie as well to some extent. Um, she's a good actress, like in other things, but I don't feel like she really fits. You know, the the, the girl in Casino Royale, Willie, is is Ava Green, and I feel like it's kind of hard to go up against david green i mean she's like one beautiful and two like she very much like paints a very strong character as well at the same time yeah and i would say that the the chemistry between daniel craig and ava green like fucking sizzles in yeah, a way that like absolutely it doesn't and it doesn't with these and you're right like it the the relationship that this that like you know whatever like redeem like call, you know gets him to get over it or whatever like I, I have a lot of trouble buying it, and it, you know, it's, it's front and center in this movie, and like I still don't yeah. buy it. Like, like watching Spectre and seeing that, like what I remember, it's like I like all I could think of was like the Arrested Development, like her, like like the kind of like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is it is a central problem in the movie. Like it's it's, and and what's interesting is that Daniel Craig like that. You know what happens in Casino Royale? It, it's like a framing device that explains mm-hmm. James Bond in a way they've never tried to explain him before, right? Um, Absolutely. And it and it worked. And like, yeah, I, I I don't know. He he didn't. He doesn't. He's a character who doesn't need the redemption, I guess. And right, I would agree. And as a result, like the redemption doesn't land that strongly. Um, that being said, like as a straight up James Bond movie, there's a lot of fun stuff in it. I I really yeah, like. It sounds like it. I really like, you know, Money Penny and Q and like all of those characters and like they get pretty big roles in this movie and it's fun. Um and how is uh how how is Rami Malik? Uh not good. Um Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Not good in a way that like <clears throat> his character motivation like basically doesn't make a lot of sense in the movie. Um and he's a He's a subpar Bond villain, you know, in 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 the way that like a lot of them have been lately. It's you know tough to have a strong villain, but he's very forgettable as a Bond villain. Put it that way. Right. Hey, Paul, do you know the movie that Daniel Craig was in immediately after Spectre? Don't look it up. Immediately um, after Spectre. I don't know. Knives Out. I have no idea. He was in uh, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens oh, yeah, as a uh, uncredited stormtrooper. Yeah, he's the stormtrooper who is uh, guarding Ray. I had no idea. Oh yeah, you, you can that, totally you can hear him. Like if if you know it's him, there's a line where it's like, ah, oh, it's Daniel Craig. Yeah, once you know it, you can't not hear his voice. He's, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. He's he's the one who's like guarding her. I have when no she's... idea what his voice sounds like because I yeah. just picture him sounding like Foghorn Leghorn <laughs> from Night's Out. It's the only thing I've seen him in. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, if I was, if, by the way, if I was a famous movie star, I would totally do that kind of shit. I was just like, can I just be in this Hell's movie somewhere? Yeah. I just want to, like, I just want to be in a Star Wars movie. Like, put me in a helmet or whatever. I don't care. I would just love to be in a Star Wars. Hey, aim aren't, for the red stormtrooper and settle for the white, for, for, for the plain one, you know? Aren't lots of people in those Star Wars movies? Like, between the three. The, I, I feel like he's the most famous cameo in those, but Probably. I feel like. There's definitely like other people who were in those. I mean, the woman who played Brie of Tar, I believe, is one of um, is the Silver Stormtrooper. Yeah, I yeah, but she's 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 like an actual. She's character. a character. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, that's not a cameo. Like, yeah. The other thing um, I always said I would, I used to say that I would do if I was famous is I'd, I'd always want to be like I always wanted to be on Law and Order, but I just I wanted to be like the victim who gets killed before the main credits and just like isn't in the rest of the show. I always thought that would be fun. I keep hoping that, uh, you know, anytime there's a random New York City scene that I'll, um, you know, you'll see me walking in the background. So I, I just want to have a whole like role like, oh, do, do you want to see my acting role? And it's just me in, in walking in the backgrounds and B-rolls of all these movies. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Would it would it be like the Tommy Westfall universe? Like they all exist. All the, all the shows you're in the background of exist in the same universe. Th- that's right. That's right. You know, I got that one movie I was in. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. What was the name of that movie again? I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember now. Uh, I don't remember who she, was in it. Isn't she? Isn't she something? Rebel Wilson. Yeah, it's, it's the Rebel Wilson one. Isn't right. it romantic? There it is. Yeah, isn't it romantic? Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Dave, I was looking at such a good uh, James Bond movie. We stopped talking about it. That's right. <laughs> they shoot. They shoot so much. Um, well, what made me think of this, Paul? They shoot, they shoot so much Law and Order and Successions and Billions all in my neighborhood here, and I'm like, I'm, I got to show up in the background of one of those shots. It's still out oh, for it. sure. I did. I did end up in the background of Indian Matchmaker. <laughs> Almost made it. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. It's an Amazon Prime show. Fair enough. All right, um, I, I found some. Uh, I, I found some. Uh, some different uh, uncredited stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, so, Last Jedi. Um, so, well, one, you know, there's a cameo which is very visible, which is you know the the master code breaker who they're supposed to get in the middle of Last Jedi is Justin <clears throat> Theroux. Um, yeah. But of course, they never really meet him and get imprisoned. But the the alien who like points them over to like who like basically like points out like that they should be arrested and then they escape you know and that really gratuitous like running through the city scene or whatever it is with those animals whatever they are that whole thing um is voiced by joseph gordon levitt so there's there's a cameo um (laughs) i know right well this this is the kind of thing edgar wright is I don't know what he is, but he does cameo in the film. Um, and uh, the real ones are Stormtroopers, Prince William and Prince Harry cameo wow. Stormtroopers <laughs> in the in the Last Jedi. Tom Hardy also cameos as a Stormtrooper, but his cameo was cut from the final. Uh, is, yeah. is not in the final cut. They said is it because he insisted the- on talking like Bane? <laughs> That's all I could think of. That could work. Um, he said Ed Sheeran, Jamie Oliver, and Stephen Colbert were in the uh, were in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah, Carl Urban. I don't know who that is. 
Keith Urban's. Um... Nah, you know Carl Urban. He's he's in a million yeah. things. Yeah, trust me, you know. Him. I can't. Got the, uh, yeah, I got the IMDb. Oh, I guess yeah. he's in. I guess he's in the boys now. Is that what he's yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the boys. Yep. Which I've never seen, but it's probably his most recent thing that we would know him from. But he's yeah, he's he's McCoy in the newer Star Trek movies. They're talking about him replacing Hugh Jackman. He's handsome. I give him that. Yeah. Replacing him in what? Wolverine. Just just as a person. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 yeah. In, General. In, in everything. Gen- He's going to be on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> so don't see this movie, Paul? No, it sounds like, um, it, 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 sounds like it would be fine. Oh, so no, no, actually, it sounds like it would be pretty good. Yeah. Pretty yeah, good. It's, it's pretty good. If you like, I mean... <laughs> This is this is this sounds, is what's going sounds, on later. Sounds like if, a solid three three out of five. If you were if you were yeah. giving it stars, maybe hey. even three and a half. Nish, if you like pretty good movies, this one's for you. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it's it's if you like pretty good movies that that you have to watch really terrible movies to enjoy, then see. But then the thing is, I already saw that really terrible movie, so, so you're in. <laughs> yeah. But do you're you in. remember it? <laughs> I mean, kind of a little bit. I only, I only really remember the drilling in the head scene. No one will be seated right. for this. I was, I was, I was going to say, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard not to. Spoilers, anyway. guys. <laughs> that, spoiler? that, 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 makes, that, that makes that movie sound much more interesting than it is, by the way. <laughs> no about it's that like, one. People little, get drilled in the head. It's like, one, yeah, one kind of. lobotomy scene that's <laughs> right. been in the vault. <laughs> The daring lobotomy scene. I do say this is the most use of the of the classic Aston Martin since Goldfinger. Okay, more like more that. than in more than in Skyfall, huh? <clears throat> yes, definitely. Um, they've was which the, they've never the explained why this James metal? Bond has that car, but <laughs> was, he does. was the was the was the bulletproof like a ten thousand pound piece of, piece metal, of metal that, that just comes up. up the back? <laughs> Oh, it was. It was yeah, amazing. Love it. <clears throat> they stayed true to it. Yep. Oil slicks, smoke oh. screens, you name it. They're in this movie. I mean, but they did, like, when he was given that car, it was like being ex- explained to him for the first time. Like, this is the Bond mobile. But but these, these this, is not the, this is not the same character the whole movie. <laughs> like, James Bond isn't like an immortal who's like 95 years old. Um, Are you sure? Well, yeah, because there's multiple origin stories for James Bond. There's at least two right. that I can there think was, of. There was, you know, there was always a popular fan theory, Willie, that James Bond was a code name and that these were various people who were taking on the James Bond code name. And that was kind of shot to shit in the Daniel Craig uh, version because they definitively established that his actual name is James Bond. Yeah, the best they could do once once. Yeah, once I blew that theory out of the water, the best they could do was the whole Doctor Who thing that it's the yeah, same person who regenerates he's, he's into somebody else. Like, yeah. This is this is his sixth form. <laughs> yeah. It's as good a story as any. Hey, listen, yeah. it makes as much sense as the fucking Spider Man movies do. I'm sure. So I guess that's like is that like Roger Moore's first movie? Is that is that how we get to having a new James Bond? Uh, actually, George Lazenby was the first uh, non-Connery James Bond for, for uh, one movie. 
And then, and then Connery came back after that for one movie. Was, and then, and strangely enough, in the opening scene of the George uh, Lazenberry movie, he looks at the camera at the end of the action scene and says, well, this never happened to the other fellow. To the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a, yeah, there's a fourth wall. <laughs> Which is just weird. It really weird. They had, I don't know that they quite knew that they wanted James. I, I feel like, and the weird thing is the rest of the movie, like it's a fairly serious movie that it's, that's on her Majesty's secret service. Um, like, especially in terms of what happens at the end of the movie. Um, no, for sure. So it's really weird that it has that at the beginning, which like seems really winky and jokey. And Austin Powers moment. Right, exactly. I had to, you had to feel like they were like, audiences aren't going to understand what's going on if we don't right. like mention something. Right. Whereas now it it's like, yeah, they, they recast, no big deal. Right. Does this movie have a lot of big folding cartography that goes into the built into ornate furniture that flips over like Goldfinger <laughs> to explain the plot. I wish <laughs> of what's happening. Hey, that guy had some, a hell of an architect to, d- to develop all that stuff just so he can explain moving was, floors uh, and pool tables and all the things just to be like, yeah, I'm going to like, you know, take all the gold in the world and sit on it for a couple of years. That was my favorite part of our discussion of Goldfinger was when we talked, was when you brought that up, <laughs> brought up the fact that he, he made all that shit just to have that conversation with the people who he was then going to turn around and kill five minutes later. Hey, what's with the floor moving there? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? Who turned out the moving, lights? What's with the moving pool table? <laughs> He really could have just had a normal room, locked him in, and called it a day. Yeah, that whole like it's like it's like a whole like twenty five minute chunk of that movie, which is just like kind of insane. Between that and the whole like letting the other guy escape just so they could kill him, like going through that whole charade just so they could go kill him, and then like just choosing to have like the gold like like crushed with him so that they could then take it apart it's like where it's like he's already dead you could just take the gold yourself <laughs> and bring it back like why unpopular opinion not a fan <laughs> sorry uh i view all of that as a feature not a bug <laughs> uh, you I will say this for for the latest movie. You get you get a lot more and a lot more competent um, Felix in this movie. You get Jeff, a lot more Jeffrey Wright. Um, oh wow! Who I think is really the best Felix. Um, yes. by a mile. Yeah, because it's Jeffrey Wright. I mean, yeah, he's 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 definitely the best person to have played Felix that I can think. Of. I don't even remember who plays Felix in half the movies. Apparently, Except like for- it's pretty rare for the same actor to play Felix more than once. I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like Jeffrey Wright's one of the few people to have done it. Maybe the only one, I don't know, but he, he, he's great in the role. So, I mean, he's great in everything, obviously, but also great in this. Yeah. Go see it. Eh, don't go see it. No, go see it. Okay. <laughs> Rent it. Buy it. If you really, if you want the super detailed backstory of James Bond's new girlfriend, this is the movie for you. 
can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) The girlfriend I just established like really made the last movie not work for me. (laughs) Yeah. Who made such an impression on me? I can't remember a character's name. I remember it for some reason, which is really sad. It's, it's Madeline Swan, isn't it? Oh, you're right. I Jesus. can't be making that Good up, job. right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's we it. From, that's we it. went from a lot of a lot of vagina to just Madeline Swan. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of vagina was not an actual team. That's <laughs> the Austin Powers reference. <laughs> oh, what was her name? Pussy galore. I, I feel your balls. What's her name? Pussy, yeah, no, it was Pussy Galore. Yeah, and, and there there are more where that came from. There's there's I, I think we've mentioned that there's plenty O'Toole as well. In, a lot in of vaginas, brilliant. That's uh, really funny. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I would say one of the better jokes in Austin Powers. <laughs>